Old Fashioned Football and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the underdog, pick them in college or NFL, and win up to 20 times in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away 100K. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit up to $500. And finally, we are brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Hey, what's up? This is Sam Acho, and you're listening to Old Fashioned Football. Old-fashioned football. You make this deal right now, you can't take any mother... All right, deal! Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. We're going to fly through this one because it is week three. There are two other games going on if you're watching on YouTube. If you're just listening, welcome. And uh, you probably already know how the games went. The games, of course, tonight are the Eagles and the Bucks and the Rams and the Bengals. And you're wondering who you're listening to. This is J Mark. You can find me on X at J Mark Football. You can find us on the X at Old Fashioned FB. And before I keep going to talk about everything that happened in week three and what to look forward to in week four, I got to bring in my co host on the pod and in life. You can call her Murr. Find her on the X at the Murmark. It is getting weird saying X over and over. Murr, how you doing today? I'm doing good. You did good there. You didn't say, I didn't say Twitter you didn't once. I didn't say Twitter once. It was weird. Threw me the first time you said X, though, because I don't think I've ever officially heard you just call it X outright. I know. Usually it's Twitter <laughs> slash X. Um, it felt it felt weird in my mouth. I don't know if I liked how that felt coming out of my it's mouth not, over and over. It's not good. We it's need to, we need good. to go back. <laughs> and still, since Elon Musk bought Twitter, now X, the Bears are the only NFL team that has not won a game. Still, we'll see how long we keep this going. I would like to break <laughs> this streak. Um, (laughs) yeah, I would too. It was a, another wild week of football. It was though. I feel like every week we're going to kind of feel that way. Aren't we? It's going to continue to be wild. There's always wild. You owe something always happens every weekend that you didn't expect that throws your, one of your leagues. However, a great week if you're a Dolphins fan or rostering Dolphins players. Yes. 70 total points. Uh, shout out to the chat. If you're listening Head on over to the chat if you can. YouTube.com slash old fashion football chat with us. But shout out to Nick Fortune. Let's go. That's right, Nick. Let's go. He's losing to his brother in our league. He probably didn't want me to point that out. I uh, say point it out. <laughs> Miranda, how are you doing today? You, you you did ask me how I'm doing. Did, did I? you forget this? I forgot it already. Well, I'm doing I'm doing great. I am looking forward to getting to watching the games tonight. Yeah, um, that's why we're gonna try to get the live we're folks gonna, out of here. Yes, try to <laughs> keep it quick and painless for you all. Hopefully painless. Hopefully painless. Uh, oh, speaking of pain, and what oh, I'm going no. to be doing. <laughs> 
<laughs> during the game. I still have some salsa from we made a huge we made several batches of salsa, but we made a really big batch that I have to finish canning tonight. Five gallons is what it was before it was cooking down, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a lot of salsa. Yum. Yummy. Anyway, um, I'll be watching the games while I'm doing that. And luckily for you, you won't have any pain tonight from making salsa because all of the hot peppers are chopped. <laughs> should I should I tell this story? <laughs> should I elaborate? Should we uh, like I I wasn't I wasn't sure if I was going to go there for you or not, but I think that go for it. I'll start it. You finish it. Okay. Everyone needs some humor in this. Yeah. So especially on a Monday, y'all can have a little laugh at uh, Justin moment for this. <laughs> So we're making salsa and I, my job was cutting the peppers. I was also the pepper taster. You kept saying, how hot is this one? How hot is that one? So I got to taste them because I, I can take hot stuff, obviously. Um, and uh, I was cutting just Serrano and jalapeno, nothing super hot, nothing you thought would be that bad. And I've been making a goal this last week of drinking more water. I, and I've told you that, like, I want to drink more water. Mm -hmm. I'm terrible at it. So water is important. Water is like a thing for like, you I need know. to drink water. Anytime something is wrong, Miranda, mm -hmm. with anybody, Miranda <laughs> asks them, are you drinking enough water? I it's think like, it, my family, like, just knows to expect that question and is probably sick and tired of it. <laughs> when we were working on the kitchen and I cut my thumb in half and I was bleeding, she goes, were you drinking enough water? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that would have fixed it. But anyways been drinking a lot of water and i'm sure most of you can see where this is going but i had to go tinkle uh to, to keep it pg i had to go, you had to go take a piss i had to Come go on. take a piss and i washed my hands soap and water everything went to take the piss came back to uh resume or resume my duties and all of a sudden he got fire. back to no he got back to the counter and he's standing there and i look up at him i'm chopping I don't even know what I I was chopping other peppers yeah, at you that were, time. You're I think cutting the bells. Yeah, and I I look up at him, and he just I can't even describe the look on your face. But I'm like, what is wrong? And you're like, and you just said, I don't even remember what you said. I was think I was so focused on the <laughs> look on your face, and um, I think I just said I'm starting to burn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I asked you if you had washed your hands, so. Anyway, you run to the bathroom. You just like immediately throw yourself into that shower because you all you were in so much pain. Get myself down there, <laughs> cleaned and rinsed off. That's gonna. Fix Meanwhile, it. like you're, I'm finishing. I'm like, okay, you're doing this. I'm finishing the pepper I'm cutting, and all you're yelling at me from the bathroom, like, what do I do? What do I do? It's not getting better. <laughs> it's getting worse. So I call my uh, mom because <laughs> what yeah, else do you do? Yeah, time out. Uh, I've I've injured myself quite a few different times. This was painful. It was bad. Like, I felt for you. It's a very sensitive I, area. Yes, you are not. You can tolerate pain, and I <laughs> felt for you. I call my mom, and I run into now, the bathroom. Now, time out. One of the reasons you call mom is because she's made plenty of salsa and probably has dealt with hot peppers and stuff. Yeah, and might have an idea of what to do. She's not dealt with her penis um, stinging and burning. <laughs> But yeah, so there think. you are in the shop. We eventually decided that you're going to, we don't have milk, but we have almond milk. So I bring you a cup of almond milk. Which I Googled. Not the you're same in the shower, <laughs> dunking your junk in almond milk with my mom and myself. My mom's on speakerphone and I am standing outside 
<laughs> the shower. My dad was there. My dad joined the speakerphone conversation. Too. So my Your in-laws are on speakerphone and I'm in the bathroom with you with your junk in a glass of almond milk. Yep. And I just, yeah, hopefully everybody's. <laughs> and now I'm nick nicknamed the dunker. Um, no, um, <laughs> but anyway, you should wear gloves. Like not only yes. am I going to bring you all some learn from my fantasy mistakes. football advice tonight, but cooking advice in the kitchen, chopping hot peppers, wear some kitchen gloves. I cut jalapenos all the time. I never wear gloves. Apparently you're supposed to wear gloves when you chop jalapenos. Hmm. Serrano peppers are hotter than jalapenos, but I, I didn't, I don't know. I just handed them to you. Like, here, you can chop these up. And yeah, we, it, we'll get gloves next time we make salsa. We will. <laughs> um, or I'm going on strike with my pepper cutting, especially because I have a Reaper pepper. I'm going to wear all sorts of protection with that. Um, my, my hands, I mean. But anyways, it was a painful experience, and I don't suggest doing it. Alex Ducharn, oh, sorry, Ducharm, just picked up Josh Jacobs and JSN for Mike Williams and Kareen Hunt. Did I win this? I mean, because of the Mike Williams injury, yes. And I don't know if Kareem Hunt's going to be all that effective. We'll see. We'll see. But I think Josh Jacobs, he's going to positively regress. He's been bad so far. And I think you're saying you got Jacobs and JSN. So I like that. And it's unfortunate for the person that got Mike Williams. That's a total uh, Nick Fortune in the chat move. He tends to trade for people that then get injured the next week. Or, I sorry, Nick, to pick on you. You tend to drop people who then have blow-up games. <laughs> yeah, we should start making a list of players dropped by Nick. I'm going to start yeah. watching the waivers on the leagues that you're in with me, and I'm going to be picking up random players that you drop yes. just to watch them score 50 points. <laughs> exactly. Now... We are not reviewing a whiskey this episode no. because Wednesday we have a distiller interview that we're going to be mm -hmm. releasing. That one won't be live, but we will be releasing that Wednesday. So make sure you check that out. But are you going to tell them who we're having on? Yeah, we're having Driftless Glen, mm -hmm. which is going to be fun. Review. We got two of their whiskeys we're going to try. We're going to be talking to the I'm CEO really and co-founder. Yeah, it's going to be a fun time. So tune in for that. But for today... Not drinking a uh, or reviewing a whiskey, but we do have a drink. Yeah, uh, I've been wanting to have a bourbon peach smash. Smash, S smash that like button <laughs> right now. No, um, that's right. Smash the like, smash the subscribe. <laughs> so let me let me see if y'all can see this. Y'all. Yeah. So I got you a recipe. You made it. I garnished this one for a photo with and the mint. My yes. the only mint that I. My herb garden is hating me lately, but this is the only sprig of mint that we had left that mint wasn't dying or already used. So I'm out of mint now. But we'll, um, if you if you follow us on the socials, we'll post a photo with the recipe. This is really good, and we used good. two bar, yeah, bourbon, yeah, two bar out of Seattle. We had uh, them on, and if you didn't watch that one, that was I don't have the episode fun. number, but he was a hoot. Nathan he, was a hoot. He was, he was um, really fun. Nathan, it was fun. Yeah, Nathan Geyser, you can go look and uh, you can go listen and hear all about how he opened the distillery, um, taking advantage of his wife's pregnancy hormones. You can hear him call me a 80-year-old uh, smoking grandma, grandma. 
um, all sorts of great times. And and we have the video of it on YouTube as well. So you can watch the the video and mm -hmm. see all the, the laughter and everything. But yeah, he makes really good bourbon. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's good. And we're nearing the end of National Bourbon Heritage Month. Mm -hmm. So we had to have at least a bourbon drink, even though we're not reviewing a whiskey today. Yes. Um, but I'm pretty impressed with this. I think it's pretty good. It's good. Yeah. So. I think, I know we were deciding between his just straight bourbon or the bottle and bond. Next time we make it with bottle and bond. That's what I wanted to do. I know. And you were all like, well, there's a lot of bourbon in it. Like, <laughs> there is a is lot of bourbon. Is that a bad thing? <laughs> Before we get to the injury report and everything else, I got to let you know that we are brought to you by game time buying tickets for your favorite events should never be stressful game time is fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports music comedy and theater near you in fact we're going to a concert tomorrow night and i saw had we not planned ahead to go see the glorious sons we could have got the tickets for cheaper on game time with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you're going to have Forget planning, planning months in advance because who can do that? I know I just said we did, but normally we cannot do that. And Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. They're still going to be there tomorrow, unless somebody buys them, of course. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Game Time Guarantee is also available, which means you're going to get the best price. In fact, if you find tickets in the same section and row for less... Game time will credit you 110% of the difference. And make sure you Google Takeo Spikes at the, uh, the, I believe that was the Rams game. Anyways, Google Takeo Spikes at game. You'll see that he had a, vi a, like, literally part of the stands blocking his view of the game. You don't have to worry about that with game time. He's going to have to get game time because you can get images of your seat before you buy. So you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. In fact, I looked for that concert we're going to and there was Woolies, the, the venue we're going to. And you could see uh, now it's general admission, standing room only, but you can see what it looks like, which is kind of cool. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email and don't go through your junk. Nobody likes going through their junk, especially after cutting peppers. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. And from now until October 4th, Underdog is matching 100% of first deposits up to $500. $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. You can win a total of $2 million in prizes all season long. There are 100,000 in prizes this week, 10,000 to 10 people this week, and new sweepstakes every week of the NFL season. And a play I like right now, I gave out uh, a play earlier on the NFL Gambling Podcast, but one of the games already started. That's right, the Eagles and uh, Bucks. sorry, have started. But I'll give the other two out of that because you can still wrap them up for three times your money. Matt Stafford, he's got the promo of only needs half over half or higher than half a total yard. Hopefully that's not jinxing him to get injured. And then Puka Nakua, who has been amazing. He's got that oblique injury, but he is playing and we got him higher than 74 and a half rush plus receiving. 
So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All righty. Um, should we talk a little bit about these injuries? You know, knock on wood. Thank you. <laughs> Hopefully y'all could hear that. Uh, there weren't a lot of injuries this weekend. Thankfully, I'm glad there weren't mm -hmm. a lot of injuries, but there weren't, there weren't a lot of major ones. There were some, don't get uh, me wrong. There was a, a pretty big major one. There was, but not as, I feel like this list has been a mile long. It has been every week, but everybody's injured. So <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Uh, you want to kick us off? Yeah. Uh, Mike Williams. This affects me in one of my leagues. He was on my bench because I'm stacked at wide receiver in this league. But <laughs> just to brag. Just to brag. Uh, Mike Williams. He is out for the season with a torn ACL. We will talk a little bit more about what this could mean for you later on in our waivers. Yeah, that's unfortunate because yeah. he, that's his MO, getting injured. Very talented, but he seems to get injured a lot. Mm -hmm. We also have three quarterbacks that are injured. I'm going to run through them. Bryce Young, of course, missed. He's got a bad ankle. Could miss another week. I think he will, it sounds like. They said one to two weeks, but I think it's going to be two. Jimmy G, not your lover, because he's concussed. Unfortunately, Jimmy G's in the concussion protocol, so just monitor that to see if he comes back. You know, I got to say, Jimmy G has looked good. Um, getting Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers the ball. He has looked good. And then Derek Carr has an AC joint sprain. I thought it was going to be worse than that because I saw reports they were taking him to the hospital after the game. Yeah, I was uh, really curious to find out like what yeah, was going on. I'm assuming they just wanted to do a MRI right away to make sure nothing was ripped. Um, but they are saying he's going to be week to week. That's yes. that's four of them. Just four. I, so far, I'm happy it's only... Hopefully that's it. Yeah, we do have two games tonight so yeah. we're watching we'll now see. uh jalen hurts 30 or 28 eight yard pass to aj brown i like seeing aj brown yes. getting involved this is jim miller former chicago bears quarterback and now it's time for sir throws a lot this is sir throws a lot so far maybe it'll change after tonight's game but after thursday and the weekend andy dalton with a career high of 58 throws, <laughs> he completed 34 passes for 361 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, this benefited some of those pass-catching veterans such as Adam Thielen and DJ Chark. It yeah. was um, definitely interesting to see that Dalton is <laughs> this week's third throws a lot. It's he weird. Just, it's he's weird. so old. <laughs> Former Bears quarterback. I know. Never threw it 58 times for us, though, obviously. Yes. Um, But he's going to get more game time, it sounds like, with Bryce Young as he nurses that ankle injury. They didn't win, but they looked more efficient. So I'm curious if he has another game like this, if maybe they'll keep him in for a bit. Yeah, it's weird because he looked way more efficient than mm -hmm. Bryce Young has. And... This is why I don't like starting rookie quarterbacks unless you're 100% certain that they're the guy and that they're ready because now they're in a really tough spot. If he has another game like that, like you alluded to, maybe he will. What do you do with Bryce Young? Because if you don't start him, then you're kind of taking a shot to his confidence. Like, hey, kid, you don't have this yet. If you do start him then and he's mm -hmm. struggling – like he has, then you're kind of sending a message to the organization that, yeah, we might suck this year. That's okay. 
So I think it's a really tough position to be in. That's why I do not like starting rookie quarterbacks unless they're ready. And I think they're going to find themselves in a pickle there. Now, as you know, I was not a Bryce Young guy. Mm -hmm. I did not have belief in Bryce Young being a successful NFL quarterback. And he's looked a little lost. He's struggled. And it's just weird to see a guy like Andy Dalton, who no offense to the, the red rifle there, but it's been a while since he's been a good quarterback. Right. And now look, he comes in and he does very well. So I, I guess I don't know for sure. No. Yeah. And we, with Bryson, when he was drafted, we were, you and I both were really big on Stroud, CJ Stroud. Yeah. And seeing him come in, like he's done well. He's done very well mm -hmm. in there. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit, kind of hit on that, but uh, yeah, they're big upset over the Jaguars as he threw for a bunch of touchdowns. But why don't we talk about the studs yeah, let's, and duds? Let's get through this list quick so we can get on to some the, waivers. The waivers. Yes. Um, I have a few studs for everybody. Mm -hmm. Quarterbacks. Am I one of them? Yes. Thank yes, you. love. Good sure. <laughs> Quarterbacks, Jordan Love and Andy Dalton. Jordan Love was projected 14.3, and he finished with 24.26. Andy Dalton projected 13, finished with 23.54. Running backs, Devin O'Chain. This was crazy to watch. He was only projected 6.4 in half PPR and finished with 52.3. Yeah. Uh Raheem Mostert, same thing. <laughs> Projected 13.2, finished with 41.7. Good day to be a dolphin. Great day. <laughs> Wide receivers, second week in a row. Keenan Allen is just the man. He was projected 13.1 and he finished with 36.46. Every year I draft him and he does okay, but gets injured. This year I stayed away because of that, and he has just been lighting it up. It's mm -hmm. biting me in the ass. Yes. And Devontae Adams was a stud this week, projected 16.7, finished with 35.7. I went against somebody who had Keenan Allen and Devontae Adams Ouch. against me. He scored, this guy scored like 270 points. Wow. I didn't have a prayer. Like, I'm not scoring over 200 <laughs> in my fantasy league in that. <laughs> 270 yeah, that, that's crazy it I, was it was intense i went against josiah who has Devonte adams that i'm still projected to beat him by a little bit but it'll be close mm -hmm. so tight ends sam laporta and pharaoh brown so sam what i, I mean who would have thought pharaoh brown would be on this list that's <laughs> like you're looking at me like coming out of nowhere no but... i know um laporta oh he looked good this weekend. Projected 7.3, finished with 18.4. And Farrell, He was on our stardom list. He was on our stardom list. And if you listen to us, it paid off. Yeah. Pharaoh Brown was projected zero. Big old zero. <laughs> Goose egg. <laughs> Got 17.1. Yeah, where'd that come from? Unbelievable. I don't know. Um, That's going to throw some of the rankings just it, from this one game. <laughs> it is, yeah. I don't know if I would expect that week in, mm -hmm. week out. Uh, and we don't want that because we're team Hunter Henry right now. And that took away. I mean, Hunter Henry did not have a great day because of that. I'm going to go through oh. our duds since you took our studs. All right. We're going to start you with quarterbacks. Yeah. Going to start with a quarterback that hurt you, but you didn't know if, if, uh, Joey B was playing tonight. I know. And so you couldn't risk that. So no. you threw in Sam Howell thinking, you know what? He's looked all right. He was projected only 15.3, but he's looked pretty decent. Maybe he can move the ball on these bills. 
he threw five interceptions, yeah. I believe it was, and had 0.6 points. Um, Dan Jones, Dan the man, is back to being Daniel Jones, not Dan, not DJ, until further notice. Projected 16, finished with 3.98. Running backs, Derrick Henry, what is going on here? 15.6 projection, finished with two, a deuce, as they got blown out by the Browns. Joshua Kelly has shown that he cannot step in place of Austin Eckler. 12.9 projected, finished with 2.2. And wide mm -hmm. receivers, this one hurt me. For the second week in a row, Calvin Ridley. This hurt me. Both of these guys that you're going to say, yeah. these duds, hurt me maybe, in one league. Maybe it's time to uh, bench Ridley until the Jaguars figure it out. I don't know. I think that's how they, they get had back a to bad winning. Game. They, just had they did, but that's two weeks in a row. That I think they the week one, they looked great mm -hmm. by getting the ball to Ridley. Now they're not getting him the ball. They need to focus on some plays for him. But anyways, projected 12.4, finished with five and a half. Nico Collins projected with 10.4, finished with 4.4 as the Stroud to Tank Dell show is here and it is alive and well. Mm -hmm. Tight end duds, Darren Waller projected 8.8. .8. Of course, if Dan Jones is a dud, so is Waller. He finished with 3.5. And Mark Andrews, this one stung, projected 11.3, yeah. finished with five and a half as they lost to the Colts. I would like to give myself a pat on the back. Jaguars and Colts gave it out on uh, the NFL gambling podcast said that they would upset the teams they were playing and look at that they did thank you I'm a genius I know you're getting ready to say it I'll say it that's fine all right before we get to our our waiver wires I want to let you know to go check out Hall of Fame bets win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets the sports betting analytics platform for parlays player props and game lines research every NFL NBA MLB and soccer bet with historical stats and data and enter any parlay idea in a Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Now, back to old-fashioned football. All right, thanks for kicking it back to us, Jim. We appreciate you. Should we talk a little waiver wires since that's what people are here for? Maybe they're just here to hang out, which we appreciate, of course. But in fantasy football, I, I swear to the fact that fantasy football is one with waivers. Mm -hmm. You know, when you rarely win by your draft because not everybody you draft hits, people get injured. It's by being active on the waiver wire, making the right moves. And sometimes the moves you make early on aren't the right ones. So you just keep trying. And uh, so, yeah, waivers, very important. Moral of my story. <laughs> Pay attention, ladies and gentlemen, to the waivers. All right, Justin, now that you've lectured us all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start with a quarterback. Okay. My quarterback that I picked this week is now this is not forever, obviously. And this is weird saying it. <laughs> but Andy Dalton, uh, he is rostered in. Five, just 5% 5 of leagues um, on Sleeper and half a percent in ESPN. 6.0.6. 0. 0.6%. 0. <laughs> Let me. Numbers. Numbers. Okay. Um, but this is a spart. <clears throat> I'm going to combine spot and start. Spart. A spart. <laughs> this, is spart. A spart. this is a spot start for next week. 
Maybe if you're in a super flex and you had Derek Carr, I think he'll miss time. Um, Bryce Young is going to miss at least one more week. Yeah. And it sounds like Dalton, I mean, it looked like he had a, he looked decent getting the ball. Yeah. Um, two veterans, like I said earlier, Thielen and Chark. So, like I said, just a next week thing. I feel like he's maximum going to be relevant for maybe two more weeks. So I would not spend a lot of your fab on him. Minimal fab. This is yeah. just if you need some help short term, I think he can do it for you. Um, their next game is against Minnesota. They've been giving up a ton of passing yards. Terrible. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and this week he scored 23.5 points against the Seahawks. I just, I don't know. I like him for a short-term pickup. Yeah, no. Minimal like fab, though. Don't go all out on him. Yeah. Minimal. Just, you said, giving up a ton of yards to the Chargers. Herbert threw for 405 yards, and Keenan Allen had that 49-yard touchdown pass. So, their defense, the Vikings' defense sucks. Keenan Allen's touchdown pass. I was to so, Mike Williams. I know. I was like, oh, Mike Williams is on my bench. I told you. I'm right. Stacked in this league. But so still. Mike Williams, like this is my my team name, might as well be the Chargers because I have Herbert Eckler, Keenan Allen, and Williams. San Diego Superchargers charge. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it didn't affect me. I am bummed about his injury, and obviously I don't want him to be hurt. But I would hope that not. touchdown pass, like Keenan Allen throwing a touchdown, that wasn't his only throw in the game. Like they had another trick play. And I, that was his only throw. It was according to the stats. I know you said that. I got a notification. No, I think it I must was, have been incorrect. No, because in his touchdown, I just came looked after. at the Are stats. You sure? Yeah, one one for forty nine yards and a touchdown. I feel like sleeper lied to me. While you're catching up on that, I'll catch up on the chat. Catch us up. I, Kathy says Iowa tight ends rule. Agreed. Nick Fortune, Justin Fields, Dud. Agreed. Salvaged his day with a touchdown pass. Uh, he's also only here so he doesn't get fined. All the fab on Andy Dalton. And so are you a Chargers fan now, Murr? Nick asks. Well, they I've always... two Chargers. I'm not a... I am a Bears fan always, but I like the Chargers. You like the Chargers. I have. That's why I stacked them. That makes sense. A couple years ago. Your Uncle Paul is probably not very happy with me right now. I would just like to point that out. We made a trade uh, earlier this mm -hmm. week where he sent me DeAndre Swift which I was a little uneasy not knowing how Swift would look with Gainwell, but I sent him Garrett Wilson because I need running back help and I'm pretty uh, good on wide receiver. And Wilson, a terrible game with Zach Wilson throwing to him. And first quarter here, Dondre Swift is already at 46 rushing yards. So your Uncle Paul and the family league, not very happy with me right now. I'm going to talk about my quarterback, which is Jameis Winston, I guess. I mean, I'm not thrilled about it, but if you look <laughs> at the quarterbacks out there, there's not a lot available. This is also if Carr misses time, but I think he's going to at least next week. So mm -hmm. a spot start next week. This Listen, this is a super flex play. Justin Superflex. If you're starting Jameis Winston, you drafted horribly. Unless you're in a Superflex <laughs> league, then I understand it. I don't feel confident with it, but he's got a full week to prep his QB1. Would not go up crazy on Fab because this is basically just if Carr's out. He did have 101 passing yards with Carr out, and we've seen Winston have five touchdown games. It's just weird because then the next mm -hmm. week it seems like he's got five interception games. He's rostered in 2% or less in leagues. 
But here's why I kind of like him next week. He plays his old team, Tampa Bay. Maybe there's a little revenge angle there. You know, they moved on from him, didn't believe in him anymore. Maybe he wants some revenge. Now, we've seen the, the <laughs> video. If you've not seen the video, go check it out. Just type in Jameis Winston eating a W. He makes the whole, like, W with his hands and then bites each finger off. It's quite entertaining. But, yeah, don't 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 do a lot of fab. In fact, don't do any fab, I would say, I unless just it's like a, a pick dollar. Him, yeah, no. Or pick them up once, waivers <laughs> run. People listening to us are like, their waiver wires for quarterbacks are Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston. <laughs> There's not a lot out there. And I didn't want to repeat ourselves because last week we said, go pick up CJ Stroud. Yes, he's, he's still only rostered in 30% of leagues. Yes. So people, what are you doing? He was QB 11 yes. this week. That means if you're in a 12 person league, he was better than two people's quarterbacks. What are you doing? Go pick him up because I do think CJ Stroud is legit. Yeah. That is the waiver wire we should be giving out right now. <laughs> I think Andy Dahl and Jameis Winston. <laughs> I think we did CJ Stroud week one and, and then we, we reiterated. Yeah, because week he's two. not being picked up, which yes. is crazy. And if you're in a dynasty league and he's out there, he's not going to be out there, depending on how deep your dynasty league is. Yeah. Um, maybe Kate, those that 30% are those dynasty leagues, but get him picked up. Yeah. Kate says go chargers. And uh, my dad has some quarterbacks in the family league. He'll sell you. I got two in that league. I'm golden <laughs> quarterback. <laughs> Anyways, let's go to running backs. The the yes. kind of important position where everybody has gotten injured. Yes. Well, Devin O'Chain. I just don't know oh. what else to say. He was on my bench in the pirate league, which I've set the bar in. So everyone, I have no more players. <laughs> so how many teams are under me? Uh, two, just, me and one other, just you and one other, I believe. Yeah. And it's based on tonight's game. Oh, maybe, no, maybe no, that's there's more Yeah, projected points. There's two teams under you, me and one other. Yes. But there aren't there like five teams that have players remember. tonight that are know. right now beneath my yeah, score. I I've been finishing towards the top and this last week. I'm not, I mean, if all five of you finished below me, I'm still I'm fine, but I don't have any players playing tonight. So it's dependent yes. on tonight's score. Yes. Somebody's getting I cut. I am feeling the pressure. You can't get cut already. Well, I could it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I would not for sure. I'd be like top of the league. If I had started Devin O'Chain, that 50 points sitting there. 50 points in this league, I should say, because I think yeah, um, we did full PPR. The okay. Pirates full PPR. Okay. Yep. Well, he got 49 and half PPR, so I think the Pirate might just have some. I think it's half, no, but there's some bonuses. I thought we did full. I don't know. Anyways, Maybe it's 50-something. Go on. Anyway. Talk about Devin O'Chain and why <laughs> other people should pick him up. Um. Well, I'm sure people are asking, will he continue to be involved Moving forward as much as he was now, I mean, he's healthy. Yeah. He is back, and he made a huge impact on Sunday's game. And like you said, half PPR, 49.3 points. He had 18 carries for 203 yards and two touchdowns, and he received for four passes for 30 yards and two additional touchdowns. Seeing that fourth, uh, like he got a third touchdown and I was like, oh my God, he's on my bench. He got a fourth touchdown and I was just dying. Like, I just couldn't believe it. That was crazy to see. It was a almost record breaking game for the Dolphins for score for their score. Yeah. Isn't 73? 72 is the record held by the Bears. So, 
73 would have broken 73 would have broken it okay but anyway um if you didn't watch that game you may think that Devin O'Chain got in just because of the blowout but he was the second and third touchdown by Miami yeah so this wasn't just they're on a roll and he's getting all these involved yeah and often yeah so he's rostered in 40 percent of leagues on sleeper ESPN only 16.1. I would spend, I'm just, this is probably the biggest fab we're going to throw out. I guess I don't know what you're throwing out for your fab, but 25 to 50% of your fab on Devin on chain, depending on your need at running back. I, I know he's available in several of the leagues I'm in. And we're going to fight about it. Mm -hmm. This not to pick on Mr. Fortune too badly, is somebody I watched him drop this week, before this week. Nick did? Yes. <laughs> Are you doubting yourself, Nick? No, I think that. No, I got the I got a text from Nick. Did you? <laughs> when he scored the first touchdown. And damn it, in the second one, I think he said, uh, he sent me like a screenshot of the points. And he's like, fantasy football expert, Nick Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> did he say anything after the third and fourth touchdown? I, I just don't think he was happy about it. He's confirming hundred percent. He did. Yes. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I think he's somebody that you could probably start going yeah. forward for a while. Like yep. see how this, I don't know if I would wait and to see how it pans out. I think that he, I'd throw him in. Plus I would. You have a lot of options. I would mm-hmm. throw him in. I think I don't, I don't like saying this, so I'm going to say it quietly. The Dolphins might be the best offense in the NFL. Um, <laughs> Everyone still heard you. <laughs> oh, damn it. I know that I know the Chiefs will dispute that and the Chiefs are very good, but the Dolphins just have so many weapons. The Chiefs are good mm-hmm. because of Mahomes and his ability to yes. get the ball to people, put them in good positions. But really, when you look at the Chiefs offense, it's Mahomes and Kelsey. Yeah. Now Rashi Rice got involved mm-hmm. and some other guys, but people it's Mahomes writing on makes people look good. Yes. Yep. The Dolphins have people who are good. Yes. Like Tyreek Hill, Waddle, uh, Achain, and yeah. Mostert. Right. Both yeah. had a huge game. Yeah. Crazy games. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the Chiefs, I'm going to throw out Jarek McKinnon. Now, this is something we don't do too often, but it's a little limited on the available players that will make an impact right now. He is right at the 50% roster level. Normally, all these people are under the 50% roster level because we feel like we want to give out players that are likely available in your league. We don't want to like give out this crapshoot of somebody, oh, 60, 70%, and that's four-person leagues or whatever. He's rostered in 51.5% in ESPN, mm-hmm. but it looks like he's back, he's healthy, and he's going to remain in the mix of things. Patrick Mahomes likes throwing this guy the ball. Andy Reid likes getting him the ball in space that, you know, he doesn't run it as much as he is a pass catcher out of the backfield. And this is another one where you might've looked at the score against the poor bears and thought, wow, it's a blowout. That's why they threw him in. Not true. He was their first and third touchdown. He's going to continue to be involved in this game. He's not as good as a chain as far as a play because the, the chiefs do spread the ball around but I would still probably go 15% fab on him because options are slim. Running back is a tough position because everybody keeps getting injured or underperforming. And McKinnon is on it just like the Dolphins. He's on a high-powered offense of the Chiefs where he's going to be put in a good position to succeed. Speaking of the Chiefs in that game, we were making salsa watching this game. 
yesterday. And at one point we decided we should have been doing like we could have made a drinking game out of this game, not because of how badly the Bears were getting beat, but because of the amount of times the announcers said Taylor Swift. We were like, we could have had a drinking game every time Taylor Swift is mentioned. We drink. But I saw a meme today. Yes. Did you see this meme? I don't think so. Okay. Oh, man. It had something about like all the Taylor, the first time like Taylor Swift. No, I'm I'm butchering this meme. It was, it, there were t- four groups. I don't remember what the first one was, but then it was like um, Taylor Swift fans with cameras. And it said all the Taylor Swift fans watching their first NFL game. And oh, it yeah. is a Bears player on the ground and a Chiefs. Well, it was just a person on the ground and somebody like, punching them in the face and it had the bears logo and the chiefs logo on the one guy it was just well fields did get punched in the face basically so yes uh speaking i completely forgot to, to open <laughs> with videos so if you're uh listening on spotify or apple make sure you check out youtube.com slash old ice fashion football i'm gonna delete the sound out for you guys because you're not gonna know what the heck is going on you're just going to hear some weird music and stuff. So make sure you can head on over there and go check it out. But Miranda, I have two tight end videos I forgot to play. Okay. The first one, this is always fun for you because you've never seen them, <laughs> um, is relating to Kyle Pitts, who was not a dud this week, but is still a dud. So here we go. Look at those wide open plays <laughs> in which he was missed. And then, of course, after Travis Kelsey brought Taylor Swift to the game, he was very motivated. In fact, this is how he was on the field because he wanted to impress her. <laughs> he looked just like that <laughs> sorry i forgot to throw those out so go check those out on youtube um pretty pretty good videos i thought <laughs> should yes we, should we talk about wide receivers i would like to kick it off if that's okay yeah take it all right we already talked about andy dalton being sir throws a lot one of the guys that benefited of that was dj chark now i want to say adam thielen but i'm not given two over 50 percent rostered players and he is rostered in over 50 percent mm-hmm. of leagues but Chark had a good week with Andy Dalton throwing to him. He was targeted 11 times. Granted, he only pulled in four of those, but four of those for 86 yards and a touchdown. His value remains higher if Dalton is playing. So this is more of a spot start, of course, if uh, Dalton plays next week, which I think he will, or basically anytime Dalton's in. He's rostered in 43.2% of ESPN, only 15 of sleeper. I would only do 5% fab because, again, he is kind of a spot start, but uh, he looked good. You know, that's a guy that's had talent, just has not been able to get get on the ground uh, running, basically, has had injuries. He's been on so many different teams, it seems like. And Andy Dalton made him look relevant. So Mm -hmm. maybe pick him up, see what he does. My wide receiver pickup this week is Joshua Palmer for the Chargers. Um, Like we said, Mike Williams is out for the rest of the season. And I think some people are going to go for Quentin Johnston, but he only had five receptions and 26 yards this year. Um, So anyway, Palmer played 84% of the offensive snaps after Williams went out. And I think he takes over that spot. Is he as good as Williams? No, yeah, I'm not saying that, but he could help you out. And he led the Chargers wide receivers in receptions last year with 72 receptions, finished with 14.6 points against Minnesota, Um, 66 yards, one touchdown and four receptions. Yeah. And and just playing 84% of the snaps after Williams goes out just shows you that that's the guy they trust Mm -hmm. right now, not Quentin Johnston. I love Quentin Johnston in dynasty leagues, but right Mm -hmm. now not super relevant and, and i don't know if this is like a start in right now like 
Um, but I, I would, I would wait like this. I think he's somebody that you are going to be able to start for the, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Going like forward. going forward, but I might wait a week or two. See how it all plays yeah. out. I agree with that. Cause I, I would be a little nervous to just start him right away, but I do think he's going to be the guy to completely fill in for Williams the rest of the season. Yeah, absolutely. A sleeper. He is rostered in only 5% of leagues and ESPN. I don't think. Not not a lot. Any, yeah. Um. So I, I would do at least twenty percent of your fab for him because I do think he's gonna take that spot. I just like I said, I would be hesitant to start him for this coming week, but I do think he's a starter going forward. Being loose with your fab this week with a chain and fifty percent, twenty percent, just give it away. If I get chopped in the guillotine league this week, I lost out on 900 and some dollars in fab because I didn't get any of my waivers last week. I put, I'm putting waivers in. I just am not spending the dough like these people in this league. Are. Right. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, spend it, spend it, <laughs> spend it while you can. Uh, I'm going to do one more wide receiver. Rondell Mar, more, not Mar Rondell more of the Cardinals. The Cardinals look like they're going to be competitive. They just came off of a upset over Dallas now, it's kind of weird. He was targeted six times, caught four of those for only eight yards. That's not great. But they ran the ball three times with him for 54 yards and a touchdown. He's a speedy, big playmaker type player. I think they're going to continue to look to get him involved. Um, it's the Cardinals. We were to so against starting any of the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. And now they look like they're competitive, I guess. They're, they're playing to win. They've covered every game if you're a gambler. Mm -hmm. Station C for me, ESPN 49, 45.9% of league sleeper, 21%. I would do 10% or less of fab. What, what is their record right now? This was their first win. This was their first one. You're like, they're but, playing to win. I was like, eh. well, they've covered every game. They're playing close games. Okay. Yeah. So is that like, do you think that was a strategy? Like at the beginning of the season, they're appearing to be giving up before the it was it came out they're giving up before like the season even started do you think that was to like make everybody think it's a sure win and then give people a mm, or no, what do you think they traded away some good players so yeah I think well and if they wanted to be the worst team in the league the bears are not making it easy <laughs> for them right <laughs> it's been hey, so and painful. the vikings in the vikings uh, well, and the, the panthers okay <laughs> there's four oh and three teams right now that's fine, but of those 0 and 14, <laughs> 0 and yeah. 3 teams, yeah, oh, don't we have to look as the worst? Of, yeah, as of next week, there will only be two teams that don't have a win because the four 0 and 3 teams all play each other. Ironically, we play the Broncos and the Panthers play, I can't think of who the other 0 and 3 team is right now. The Vikings, oh, yeah, the Vikings, the Panthers play the Vikings, yeah. so that's kind of interesting. Um, I do want to point out last week, we said go pick up Tank Dell the tank 23 points he finished as wide receiver six this is why you should listen to us we're not just throwing mm -hmm. out random names and marvin mims that was another yeah. one we threw out and he finished as wide receiver 19 with 15.1 points yeah a guy that obviously was rostered in less than 50 percent of leagues and we were identified him as like hey this guy's gonna make big plays had another big catch he's a big play guy and he i think returned a kickoff for a touchdown which most leagues will give you points for so Yes. Pretty interesting. Yes, it is. I have one tight end for everybody. Um, for everybody, huh? For everybody. <laughs> uh, Noah Fant 
this one seems a little crazy to say. Iowa tight ends. <laughs> but it, and maybe that's why. Maybe he's on my list because he's an Iowa tight end or former Iowa tight end, I right. should say. Yeah. Um, however, he has had back to back games where he's had four catches. Um, he had 56 yards last week, 41 yards this week. It isn't huge, but it is an average of 6.8 points per game the last two games, which is good compared to what we've seen some tight ends put out. Yeah. For me, Noah Faint would be a stash and see if he keeps getting some action in the offense. Um, in sleeper, he's rostered in 7% of leagues, ESPN 2.8%. So he's hardly rostered, which isn't really a surprise. It's probably a surprise that I'm throwing him out there, but he's looking good. Um, I would not go more here. I went 50% and 20% of fab on my last two picks. $1, Bob. One, $1. There you go. <laughs> um, or 1% of your fab. Don't spend a lot on Fant. But in deeper leagues and during bye weeks, he might be relevant for you on your team. Let's see. Yeah. 8.7 divided by 2 is like 4.3 and a half. That's Kyle Pitts's average. So he has a better average over the last two games than Kyle Pitts. And Pitts is rostered. In, Way more than Noah Fant is. Yes. FYI. Very much so. In fact, he's rostered in 92.5% of leagues. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. Um, I know Noah Fant probably sounds crazy, but maybe not that crazy. I have one other tight end here. Donald Parham of the Chargers. This is a boomer bust play. You have to remember, though, bye weeks are coming. Mm -hmm. We're coming up to week four, week five, the bye week starts. So crazy. Yeah, you're not might... ready for buys yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. I haven't won enough games to, to get to the buys. No, um, he's a little boomer bust, but he had a touchdown week one. He had two touchdowns this uh, yesterday against the Vikings. He's a big red zone target and he is touchdown dependent. I agree with that. But if you punted at tight end, if you're in a really deep league or with those bye weeks, I think Parham's going to get some touchdown looks every game. He's a desperation play or kind of a station C to see if he keeps getting those looks or used during the bye weeks. But he's only rostered in 2% or less of the leagues across all the platforms. Use some fab, maybe, I don't know, 3 to 5%. Grab Donald Parham and see how he does. And, of course... This one is near and dear to my heart because in 2020, he was part of the XFL, which is not the same XFL that there is now, but it's basically mm -hmm. same thing, same league. Yeah, that's my tight ends. Your tight end. My tight end. So You only gave one out. Oh, yeah. I only had one. <laughs> I have multiple tight ends. Yeah. The the waivers are going to be continuing to be crazy. Mm -hmm. The nice thing is not a lot of injuries this week, but bye weeks, like we said, coming right around the corner. So these waivers are important. You're going to need coverage for your guys that have their bye week. Some of you might not even be thinking about that yet, but I think it's time to kind of start planning to see how mm -hmm. your team's going to look. We start five, analyzing six. like who's getting the majority of the target share that might yeah. not be rostered and who's, you know, yeah, agree might be able to, fill in for you it is important to plan ahead and not something i've really started doing yet but i need to like yeah. that it's coming up fast how does cody plan for all of all the bye weeks that stresses me out to the max like i just can't even i can't even to have a spreadsheet to be able to keep track of all my waiver wires and then to go into every single league when you know you want to pick up people yeah i have eight leagues and i lose my mind <laughs> i don't lose my mind but it's like oh my gosh i have to go in each one go in each one go into each one switch apps going to each one that's yeah. probably part of it switching apps right 
Uh, well, he has to now that we pulled him into it in the ESPN. League. I know we made you have to switch <laughs> for one league, though. It's not so I bad. do think he has multiple there. I think he has one other. He said, Oh, but, okay. Well, yeah. then we didn't pull him into I ESPN. Think. I'm not, I could be wrong there, but <laughs> shout out Cody Zeeb, NASCAR Gambling Podcast yes. with Rod Via Gomez. We're going to have them on uh, one of these weeks. Yeah, here. coming up. Yeah. Have them we on need to get them on for a crossover. Yeah. Talk a little racing, talk a little uh, football. And just a reminder Wednesday, we are going to have Driftless Glenn on. Distiller distiller interview to close out mm-hmm. is Wednesday still. Yeah, yeah Wednesday, Wednesday still. is the 27th. Last I time remember. I checked, the 27th of September <laughs> so, was still a day in September. So still Bourbon <laughs> Heritage Month. We're going to try two of their whiskeys with the CEO and co-founder, mm-hmm. Renee. That's yeah. going to be fun. I'm excited. We It's been a little bit since we've had a distiller on the show. Yeah. Um, things got crazy with the end of preseason and start of the season there um and with the expo all that stuff there was just all kinds of stuff going on so i'm really excited to get a distiller on the show with us again and it's gonna be fun it'll be fun try a new whiskey yeah yeah and i always find like there's even though it seems like there's more and more there's still not a lot of females within the the distillery business Mm -hmm. and um we've had three this will be our third so I think that's really cool. Yes, absolutely. So, and then we've had three, but also we talked about two bar in our peach bourbon smash here. Mm-hmm. Uh, his basically the person that does all his distilling. If you can't hear our dog growling in the background, you're missing something funny. She's fighting a demon on the bed over there. That's in this room. Um, he, Nathan's basically said the, uh, the main distiller of his is a female as well. So mm-hmm. very cool stuff. And we've had Kate Douglas from yes. Keeper's Heart, who's a Dolphins fan. I'm sure she was very happy with Sunday's oh, win. Mm-hmm. And we had Victoria Edie Butler, of course, yes. from Uncle Nearest. So go check those episodes out. They're, they're a ton of fun. Uh, every distiller has a different story of how they got into it, uh, what they like about it, their favorite whiskey, their favorite thing about it, all that kind of stuff. And it's, I, it's just a lot of fun. It is. So anyways, do you have anything else to add before the second game kicks off? No, I'm ready to go get the TV on, can some more salsa, and finish the rest of this really good peach bourbon smash. We will post the recipe on Insta. Yeah. And we'll post it on the X. On the X. And the Facebook, in the book, whatever you want to call it. The book of faces. (laughs) All of them. (laughs) Yeah, we'll post it on all social media platforms. I about said platforms. I I said Spart. Spart. You're going to go finish your uh, (laughs) peach bourbon smash, and it's going to be going once, going twice. Sold. Old-fashioned football.